About eight years ago, Sylvia and myself came to Junction 10. We were warmly welcomed, we were loved, we were encouraged. And after we'd been in the church about two weeks, driving home one Sunday morning, she said to me, doesn't it feel as though we've been part of Junction 10 for years? And it, it did, and it still does. Of course, you all know that sadly, um, I lost her, that she went to be with the Lord. Um, but we had about here, about six and a half years together, really lovely fellowship. And of course, we've come to love Junction 10, and I love Junction 10. So if I love it that much, why am I sad? It's because this morning I'm saying au revoir to you. Because the time has come for me to move on. Not because I don't like Junction 10, but I'll tell you a little a bit about it. What's happened? Well, um, many years ago, 30 odd years ago, God gave me a promise that has never yet been fully fulfilled in my life. And with that promise as well, there was another promise that came. And uh, most of you will know that we had the great privilege of leading the team that pioneered the community church that is now called Sedgley Community Church. And uh, we were sent out from Eve Lane to go and do that. And the interesting thing was that there were some folk in Eve Lane with right reason and for good intent tried to persuade me that the best thing that I could do was stay at Eve Lane. But I knew what God was saying. And so I prayed about it and I said, Lord, these folk are very sincere, but I think I've heard from you. It's time for me to go and to plant this church. And the Lord said to me, I want you to go, but you'll come back. And um, I forgot all about it. 30 years on, and I'd forgotten all about it. And about January time, the Lord kept bringing back to me the scripture that he'd given me, that he'd never fulfilled in my life, and the fact that one day I would come back. And I sort of smiled to myself and said, my going back to Eve Lane is about a chance of one in a million. And a few weeks later, I had this phone call asking me if I would consider going and helping them uh, join the leadership team. And uh, I knew it was the Lord that was sending it. So I had to chat to the Lord. Do you have a chat to the Lord? And I had a chat. And I gave him detailed reasons why... I was the wrong one to be chosen. And you know, he took no notice. <laughs> and uh, I thought I'll have to try something else. So I said, Lord, I just can't do what you want me to do. And he said, I haven't asked you to do anything yet. I've just asked you to go. And I will do through you everything that needs to be done. Well, I thought about it for a day or two, and I couldn't find an answer to that one. Uh, and I prayed about it, said, didn't say anything to anybody. And uh, do you remember the morning John Price came? And I sat, sat at the back there, and something that he said, I can't even remember the phrase now, hit me. And it was just as though the Lord was poking me on the shoulder and saying, that's, that's for you. And... Uh, did I stand on the chair and wave my hands and say, wonderful, hallelujah, Lord, you've told me what to do. 
I didn't. I cried and I cried and I cried. And my priceless friend, John Alsall and Judith over there, he thought there was something wrong with me. But it was a fact that I knew to do what God wanted me to do, I had to leave you folks. And I tell you folks, that is a very hard decision. I was between a rock and a hard place, as they say, but I knew that to stay when God wanted me somewhere else would be a folly. And so I said, yes, okay, then, Lord, I'll go. So the time has come for me to go. I was supposed to be going in October, but they asked me if I'd bring it forward to September. So you good folks that have been so lovely and so friendly to me. And obviously I've got uh, to know some folks better than others. The ones that were in the open door, the luncheon club, got to know them very well indeed. The Monday night prayer group that we have, those folks. The food bank, when we had the food bank and uh, Velma's um, uh, little house group. Got to all, the, all know those folks very well. And of course, I mustn't forget the captain over there in his wheelchair who keeps me in order from time to time. But I've got to leave you. And why am I sad? Is it because you're such lovely folks? That's number one reason. Number two reason is I believe the Lord has a great future for Junction 10. And I really don't want to miss that future. But if I've got to go where God's telling me I've got to go, I'm hoping it will be temporary, and then I'll be back. And I said to Rose some months ago, Rose, I want the church to send me out on good terms so that I can come back and join you when the time is up. If God says, that's it, you've finished your job, now you can go back to Junction 10. So that's where I'm at. Do I need your prayers? You bet I need your prayers. It's a difficult task. I've got ahead. I'm quite aware of that, but our God is greater. And whatever task we've got, our God is greater. And whatever problem we've got, our God is greater. And that God that we serve will do all that's necessary through each one of us. Did I, did I seek to go to Eve Lane? I certainly didn't. I sought to stay away. But God works like that sometimes. And I've learned over my Christian life, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put any confidence in man. It's better to trust in the Lord than lean on your own understanding. So not leaning on my own understanding, trusting in the Lord, I bid you farewell in the name of Jesus, and may God bless you all. is emotional. Wow. Here is a, here is a living testimony of, of hope, of someone who has stood trusting the Lord, irrespective of the natural circumstances. And can I say how old you are? Yeah, 72. At the age of 90. <laughs> no. no, he's in his 70s, bless him. At 70s, to still be going is a lesson for Maybe for some of us here who think it's the end of our ministry, right? Or we can't do anything else. Um, like Abraham, you have been sent. And I, I, we want to send you in the name of Jesus. For those of you who don't know, Eve Lane was our mother church. It's where a lot of our folks and where John Price was sent from 
to set up the church at Junction 10. And I think there's something in this, in us sending back one of our best to go and support them. And I think something of our relationship going forward, I trust Mr. Pastor, will be uh, forged with us going forward. So shall we send our best, our hope to Eve Lane? Is that okay? So let's stand with me, stand with us together. And we're going to, Joe, Joe, we're going to pray? Joe was under Morris's ministry. So we can't blame you anymore, can you? Because you're going to be gone now with the Joe. But um, Joe, pray. Lord, we thank you for Morris. Lord, we thank you for this man's testimony, for his service over many years, and for his humility and his obedience now. And Lord, as we send now to Morris now to Evelyn, we just bless him. Lord, you just pray that you'll fall on him, give him an anointing in you that he's never experienced before. Lord, he is the man for Eve Lane at this time. Lord, let him bring all these years of wisdom and experience and yet still more to this congregation, to, to the church that birthed us. Lord, we pray for the, the challenges that he anticipates. Lord, we just pray that you'll just turn those around and it'll just be blessing upon blessing upon blessing. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we pray for, for uh, Marcus. Lord, we pray for, for, for the family, the whole family at this time. Lord, we just continue to bless them, Lord. Thank you for his ministry in, in the lives of this church, for, for those who've known him for, for many, many years. We just thank you for everything that he's laid. And now, Lord, we send him and we just bless him. Amen.